What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Dunwoody podcast. Well, what's up, Dunwoody? We're back with, I guess it's episode 12 now. We're still talking to uh, Alan Mothner. I almost said Mothman for a second there. <laughs> All I the butterfly talk. I've yeah. called worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, let's get into kind of the seedy underbelly of the Dunwoody Nature Center. We'll Great. talk about Perfect. alcohol. Kids getting up to hijinks here in the park after <laughs> after sundown because how do you prevent people from getting in, right? Uh, but yeah, let's uh, let's talk about the 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 big event that's sure. coming up. Uh, Monarchs, margaritas, margaritas, and martinis. Now there martinis, we go. yes, because yeah. margaritas weren't just enough, right? Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, so uh, so this actually is the twelfth year, I believe, of Monarchs and margaritas. Um, funny story. So the 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 party, if you will, originally started. Back in 2007, uh, as y'all know, we do our annual Butterfly Festival every year. That used to be in the beginning of July. And then one year we decided it'd be fun if we did a little auction slash party the night before the Butterfly Festival. So And how did that come about? Somebody never just said, a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Why, why <laughs> not Probably just... one too many margaritas right, at one yeah. point. And then that uh, someone had the great idea and we decided to do it. Because, you know, when you have your biggest annual event, you might as well just do a fundraiser the night before. Yeah, be hungover, clean sure, up. Sure, and... lots of clean up and stress for two nights. And so we did those back-to-back for about, I think, two or three years where we had it here in the park. Um, one of my neighbors used to run a business called Mr. Margarita. Shout out to Bob if you're listening. That's no, see, look at all the listeners you guys right. are getting. Yeah, about. maybe a new one. All, all the neighbors. My, da- to... my daughter, my neighbor, you guys are good to go. Well, you have to actually tell Bob to listen I, I to will. I'll, yeah. I'll send him the link. And I'll, and I'll tell Robert, too, about his slides. So now you got three additional there listeners. You go. It's there like a go. pyramid scheme. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so Bob ran a, a margarita business. And it's like, why don't I bring the machines to the park and we'll have a party the night before and you guys can do a fundraiser. So we did that in 2007. Uh, we raised $5,000 from our small little auction. That's respectable. Uh, tickets. It's not bad. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good start. And then we did the Butterfly Festival the next year. So we did that for three years and then realized that we were crazy and that those <laughs> events should be separated. And because Monarchs and Margaritas, uh, the name stuck, uh, that became our annual fundraiser. And we did that every year, and now our Butterfly Festival is in August, and shameless plug, August 11th. Go ahead and reserve that now. It's right after school gets back in session, your first Saturday um, after the kids go back to school. So There's no be... shameless plugs on our okay. yeah. podcast. Whole, all, yeah. all That's why you're plugs. on. This is one big plug. <laughs> <laughs> so and, mention all of it. Okay, right? you got it. Yeah. Just mentioning Dunwoody is a shameless plug. We want we want people in town. You know, it's a, hey, Dunwoody's yeah. got it. We yeah, we got it. it. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, so the event this year is coming up next weekend, uh, right around the corner, about 10, 10 days out now. Um, April 28th, it's from 6 to 9. Um, so from those humble beginnings, now um, our fundraiser, we had 420 people last year. We're at 369 as of this morning. Um, How much did you raise last year? Yeah, and so now you're going to remember it, right? Yep. So that, that was, this is our big annual fundraiser. We raised just over $100,000 last year. Um, we're hoping to, to meet that same goal this year. Um, we've got an incredible night plan. So each year we kind of mix it up a little bit. So this year, the first year we brought it back to the park, uh, we did moonshine. Last year we did mojitos. And then this year is martinis. So we've got um, 
there's a, a bar service company called Raising the Bar. Again, shameless plug. Yeah, go for uh, it. And they are bringing their 1977 Airstream trailer. No kidding. That is all tricked out and will be our martini bar. Classy. So they are getting, it is classy. It's Everybody's going to be wearing tuxedos too, right? No, no. no. Casual no. event. Casual. Okay. Yeah. Dumb, and flip flops. Yeah, we call it Dumbwitty Casual. You can you can wear what you're wearing now. You're all good. Right. You're good. Matt's dressed yeah. up. Yeah. I mean, I this is how I dress now. I have a hole underneath the, the armpit part of this shirt. Yeah, you, yeah. You, may have to, you may have to spruce up. A yeah, bit. and I knew that hole was there when I came. I was like, you know what? What do I care? That's why you're on radio. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, so we've got uh, the martini bar this year, which will have a, a bunch of different um, custom crafted martinis. Uh, we have uh, catering by Brooklyn Cafe. Our friend Jeff Trump, who's also a Dunwoody resident, is going to be doing all our catering this year. You know, that's the second. You can time. forward him that link. Too. I yeah, will. Yeah. Four, four. Now we're up to four <laughs> new listeners. That's the second time Trump, Jeff Trump has been mentioned on the air. I think. Really? Yeah. Both times I've thought, oh, I got to make like a Trump joke here, but then you know, yeah, then you run out of time. Well, well one, it's a... it sounds like you have your next guest lined up. Yeah, now. no politics, no, <laughs> no national politics at least. So. Um, what else we have at the event? We have our live auction, obviously, which is a big, uh, big draw every year. Do you we, get auctioned off? I do not get auctioned oh, okay. off, although we do auction off. So the pavilion building that we're building, one of the things we're auctioning off is uh, we do something park themed every year. So we're auctioning off a night uh, in the pavilion. So you Ooh. can use that for a, a party, for a, a you know graduation party, or for a wedding, or for just if you want to blow it out for uh, a bowl game or whatever you want to use it for. Um, we're auctioning that off as one of our live items this year. Yeah, tell about the pavilion. That sure. looks cool. It looks big up there. Yeah, it's cool. Is, there, really is there a bed? Thing. Is there a bed? There's not a bed. Oh, it's okay. uh, oh. well, it's BYOB. Um, <laughs> so you, the uh, pavilion's 1,800 square foot. It's uh, glass enclosed. I call it like a convertible. So when it's nice out like today, we can open all the windows so that you get that fresh air and that in the trees feeling. And then in the wintertime, summertime, too hot, too cold, we can close it back up. It's all conditioned. Um, it's pretty much an open uh, design build, and that's intentional so that it can be utilized in one of several different ways. Um, if you want to have seating like chairs and tables and do a formal party, you can fit 80 people in there that way. Uh, if we want to do a lecture, like where we have a guest come in and speak about uh, the monarch butterfly, for example, we can set that up with seats. Yep. Uh, got, we got, don't edit. Got, we don't edit. Gotta We're go just, pick up the laundry. We, <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you want to set it up in seats, you can get about 120 people in there. So it's going to be just an amazing space. As you guys know, like there's not a lot in Dunwoody if you're looking to rent a space. If for you're events, looking to do something, yeah. yeah, for events or for you know private functions or for us, you know, we'll use it for our field trips. We'll use it for our classes. We'll use it for our summer camps and our winter break camps. So we're going to be using that building. We'll use the heck out of that building. We we'll use it all year long. It looks long. cool up on the hill like that. Yeah, it's tucked away. We did a. Um, so you asked about the the uh, construction next door, and so there that was kind of a wholesale clearing out of what was there. Um, whereas with our pavilion, we did like a surgical removal of some trees. So when the building's finished, it's going to look like it just kind of dropped into place. It's got a great view. It's got a back deck. Um, one of my favorite features of it, it's got a two-sided fireplace Ooh, that is so nice. that you can have that inside, but then also hang out on the back deck and the back deck 
overlooks the meadow and the creek. It's it's great. Yeah, it's gonna be an awesome building. So if uh, if a dad listening to this has a daughter that's getting married soon, yep. this actually could be a cheap kind of way to not cheap, but yeah, I mean, what do you right think it's it? gonna go for uh, the the auction? Uh, sure. the final. Oh, for the for the auction? Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know. Um, the the fair market value on the on what we're offering right for the rental is a couple thousand dollars. I was so. gonna say ten grand. I mean, to rent out a, like a space. Well, you like got that. a free ticket out of the event. You're welcome to come bid on. <laughs> do it. I have right? a free ticket? Well, right. if you're gonna bid on. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep bidding it up. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so if we're not bringing our pocketbook, we lose those tickets. Right? Well, we can talk after the podcast. Yeah, I don't want yeah. to promise anything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no. So yeah, it's a, it's we've actually we've gotten a bunch of facility rentals um, already for that pavilion. Because when's it, it in done? The fall. When's it in the fall? Oh, fall. Okay. Yeah, that's the big question. We're okay. hope no, it'll be done in June. Uh, okay. But we've got rentals already scheduled for the fall, and and you know part of what we're trying to do too with that pavilion is is more community programming. So we um, are working with a group called Found Stages Theater. Five listeners now, because I'll let them know yep, that I just mentioned them. Um, and they're going to do this uh, summer reading series uh, starting in June and going through November. And it's a, a wine reading series, so we'll serve wine. And they have all these awesome playwrights that will come in and do a first read of their upcoming plays. So plays you might see at the Alliance or the Aurora Theater. Oh, wow. They'll do the first read of them here, and we'll do that uh, one Sunday a month uh, starting in the summer. And, cool. you, and you said the price is two thousand. Is that what yeah, you're? You're going to quote me on the air. I'm okay, not sure. Well, I don't know. But I mean, <laughs> see how pretty it is. First. We have we have said we. It's all on our website. Oh, which okay. Is, sandwich plug www.dunwoodynature.org, uh, and all the information on the pavilion and the rentals are available there. We actually um, just hired um, a young woman to be our events coordinator. So uh, Delaney now. Six listeners. There you go. She's in too. I know. Yeah. Now she's, she's not in. gonna listen. Yeah. She will. Yeah. She'll listen. She might be listening right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that, but that is the ballpark for something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I believe so. Well, you know, uh, I, what, that's what, what the hotels charge. Yeah, probably. yeah. I mean, it's got to be nicer than or right. different than that. You know. Yeah. What we're trying to do is just provide an alternative. You yeah. Know, some something that's that you feel you're part of the nature center, but it's it's isolated, right? So you've got this this almost like treehouse type feel of having that building out there. It's, it's going to be amazing. I can't wait to, to open really it up cool. and start doing our programs in there and, and getting people out. Well, but what, what I'm getting at here is that that's actually really affordable because think about it, you could hire a, like a two man band or something like that. Some acoustic band, thousand bucks for them. You got that. That's about 2000 or so $3,000. You can get your friends, you know, if each one of them is paying, let's say 30 people pay a hundred bucks. They paid for it. You got this nice little night here in yep. Dunwoody. Yep. I mean, it's really kind of special. So. Yeah, we'll see how that goes at the auction. Yeah. I should set up something like that in my house, too. The electric vehicle charging and <laughs> rent out the backyard deck. Or you could just move in somewhere. You can start squatting in the woods somewhere. You could just move in somewhere. Yeah. I mean, because that's how you guys got this place. Squatters. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. What do we? Oh, let's talk a little bit about the butterflies. So why why did the butterflies even come here? Uh, yeah, you, I didn't know what a monarch was sure. from that last show. Yeah, I remember? So yeah, you, yeah. Gave, them a, about the you gave them a sweet deal. You said, "Come on through here." And exactly. We'll... So no. So the uh, one of our one of our big programs, one of our initiatives. So so as a um, a nonprofit, you know, we have a specific mission, and part of that is to raise environmental awareness. Um, so the last sorry two years ago, we started a program called the Milkweed Project. And the Milkweed Project is all about raising awareness of the monarch butterfly and its recent demise. The population is down estimates upwards of 90% over the past two decades. Jeez. And there's a couple reasons for that. So one major one is habitat loss. Um, and people don't know it. I'm going to throw out a big word here. But there is an obligate 
relationship. Do you guys like that? I, yeah, I, had, nice. I, had, I had it written down, so I didn't forget it. <laughs> I know um, all about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's an obligate relationship between the monarch butterfly and the milkweed plant. And the milkweed plant used to be seen as just a weed, right? So we would round up it and we'd get rid of it. And um, the monarch butterfly only lays its eggs on the milkweed plant because the monarch caterpillars, that's all they eat. So without milkweed, there's no monarchs. And so what we're trying to do is raise awareness of that cycle um, and also try to encourage people to plant uh, additional milkweed, not only in their gardens at home, um, but again, uh, shout out to the city. We w did a great partnership with the city of Dunwoody. Uh, we put milkweed uh, pollinator gardens in every one of the city parks. Uh, we were able, we, at, at Monarchs and Margaritas, we do a specific fundraising cause each year. And two years ago, we raised money for the milkweed project. And we've used that money now. We've put in um, pollinator garden beds in over two dozen schools, wow. uh, including every one of the Dunwoody Elementary Schools. So each one of them now has a specific pollinator garden. And we actually, it's really cool, we saw our first monarch um, earlier this week. So we saw a monarch on one of our little budding uh, milkweed plants in our front pollinator garden. That guy was first. He was. He Just was. yelling it out, first, yep. first. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, we got some schools here right now, right? Yeah, uh, yep. one of our big uh, programs. So people in Dunwoody know the Nature Center and they know it as the park, but probably they don't realize what goes on here uh, day in and day out. So in the fall and in the spring, we do field trips almost every day. So we've got uh, three Gwinnett County buses out there right now. And that took you by surprise that there was three out there? Uh, the third one took me by surprise. Do you charge yeah. by the bus? We do not charge by the bus. Good thing you got that new parking lot. Good thing you got that new parking Just lot. Just in time. Yeah, and, it, and looking out there, it doesn't even look like it's quite enough right now. But, uh, but yeah, so we do our field trips. Um, we did almost 90 field trip days last year. Um, and that's schools all throughout the state that come here. Yeah, I was surprised to see the Gwinnett. I figured it'd be local schools, but yeah, I guess we, they travel to get here. It's they do. Cool. They do. We actually, we don't get a lot of, um, we get some of the Dunwoody schools and some of the, the local ones, but we get DeKalb, Gwinnett, Fulton, Cobb. Um, we've had schools come from as far as Jasper to come down here. Our field trips are really cheap. Like part of what we're trying to do for our mission is get people here so they can learn on site. Like, I don't know about y'all, but I learn much better by seeing and doing something than I did in the classroom when I was growing up. That's the uh, only way I learned anything. So, right, so getting the kids out here so they can go and you know dig in the rocks and, and figure out what's going on or look at the plants or, and know all the different parts helps them um, understand it better. Um, one of the projects that we did last year, and I'll, I'll keep shouting out Monarchs and Margaritas, <laughs> is we raised money for Title I schools. You don't know what a Title I school is? Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. The so Kingsley's so, one, right? Kingsley is one, yeah. So for those of you guys that don't know, a Title I school is a, um, it's a federal program and if uh, schools have a certain percentage of children that are eligible for free or reduced lunches, um, it indicates a certain poverty level, and their schools um, are eligible for federal Title I funding. Uh, we raised money at Monarchs Margaritas last year, um, just over $14,000 actually, and we provide scholarships to any Title I school um, in the state to come here. So they get a 50% discount on their field trip. So usually the field trip is so affordable for the schools that it ends up costing them more to get a bus than it does for the actual field trip but that's part of what like the fundraiser um, what we're able to do and giving back to the community is do this uh, scholarships and once you come here you're going to probably come back too yeah so. yeah i mean there's so many schools you know in the area too that and we have a really great field trip program so once they come here one year and the teachers are aware of it and we get a lot of repeats our, our field trips are 
increasing year in and year out. What do the field trips do? Do you, are you the one teaching those? Oh gosh, no, you don't want that. <laughs> no, you got no. The talent I, out there, what know, are they so, teaching? Well, so I've been here almost seven years now and the community is fortunate enough that I've never had to teach a, a field trip. That is definitely not You just smile specialty. at them when they come in I, and then you I, hand them I over to the teachers. And I hand them over to the educators, yeah. Um, the field trip uh, right now, I think, is called We Dig Dirt. Um, <laughs> and so one of the... Uh, it's small. It's little kids. I think it's kindergarten. Okay, right. And so one of the activities that they do in kindergarten is they learn about the different, you know, dirts and soil types and rocks. I've got a kindergartner and that's all he does when yeah. he's outside. Sure. It's just dig. Past yeah. like third grade, they're like, nah, I don't need to dig around. <laughs> oh, they do. Well, when they get older, we have, you know, the creek that runs through. We've got this great field trip. It's a waterway survey. And they go in and they look at what's in the creek. And we've got, you know, salamanders and water striders and... Um, crawfish and all that in there so they sort of identify the animals and the species and then also the plants and you know we did a um a creek restoration project last year we put one hundred and fifty thousand dollars um through a federal grant into that creek uh to restore some of the erosion that had been occurring so now they've got this platform where they can go down there and work but it's that's a great field trip for the older kids we should go check out that part i didn't see yeah that. that would be cool i liked it with all the rocks though yeah i expected like a dirt trench to be the creek but it's actually it's like more like stone mountain that's, that's not know? how dunwoody rolls you know I that we've know. got a nice creek know. it's my first time here <laughs> yeah, yeah so we uh we we try to encourage that you know the a big part of, of what I was saying with field trips is, is part of our visitor experience too, is the seeing and the doing. So the creek is was specifically designed for access. Like we want people to go into the creek. We you just don't have that, you know, anymore. Like when I was a kid, you know, you grew up and you played outside till it was dark and you were, you know, explore or go do whatever. And it just it's not quite like that anymore. Mm-mm. So that's what's really neat about the nature center is you can come and explore and you know, climb on the, the rocks or turn over rocks or build a dam. I can't tell you how many dams my kid have built damn in dams. this creek. Those dams, it's pretty exciting. Well, it's all backed up with broken iPhones from people dropping their phone on those rocks, right? Because <laughs> yeah, that's like, almost what I did when I was out. I was like, oh, I'm going to get a phone. I was like, oh. Yeah, you want to keep those the... in your pockets when you're yeah, on the rocks. Yeah. Just check them at the gate, right? That's right, exactly. Uh, all right, without thinking about it, just, just blurt out the first school that comes to mind. Best Dunwoody Elementary School. Go. It's got to be Austin Elementary. Oh, right. <laughs> yes. And that, that my kids are both graduates of Austin and with the new building coming next door. So we're going to have uh, a new neighbor uh, yeah. in July of 19. And there's going to be a 900 student school. And we're, we're thrilled. Uh, Dr. Colbreth, who's the principal there, is a great partner of ours. She's terrific. I she's know. awesome. I've met her. Yeah, yeah. she's a yeah. stud. And my so, kid's constantly in and out of the office. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you may know her better than I do. Yeah. Um, so seven listeners now. Yeah, right, that's Dr. right. Colbert. We'll get her. Okay, she's we'll get not her. listening. She's <laughs> and uh, yeah, so when that school opens up, I mean, those kids have just an amazing opportunity. Like we, we hope to really partner with the school so that they utilize the park um, to its full ex- fullest extent. You know, we think that those kids can come in and and be out in the field literally for, for their science and for their other activities. They're a STEM certified school already. We help them uh, with that certification and we see just expanding on that. So yeah, they, yeah, they, they almost don't need a playground or anything. I'm sure they'll get one over there, but yeah, they do. They have one that, that yeah. backside is playground and, uh, and green space. Yeah. And you guys actually have two playgrounds this direction, whatever way I'm pointing. I'm sure all of our listeners yeah, are they can interested see you. in yeah. that. <laughs> but, uh, and that was kind of recent, right? Those yeah. two playgrounds yeah. out there. Yeah. So, so it's, it's, uh, three different areas, but it's one big playground. Okay. Um, so that was, again, partnering with the city um, in 2014. Um, and we, we did this really great 
so so you know about like RFPs and low bids, and sometimes we have mm-hmm. issues with paving, for instance. You all heard about that. Sure. Um, so we did this reverse RFP where the city set a budget, and we had a mandatory on-site meeting with anyone that wanted to bid on it. And we, we did show them the giant slide, you know, from Robert's Drive. And we showed them all these great things that we wanted in the playground. And we told them their budget and then said, well, what can you offer us? Um, and the number one thing we, we, we um, stipulated was don't take out any trees. And so the playground now looks like it came up out of the ground. It is. It's in the middle of the trees. Yeah, it's right in the yeah. middle of the trees. So there's a certain clearance that you have to have. So we made sure that we followed all the regulations. So there's a certain clearance between, I call them the rides, between the rides and the trees. Um, but beyond that, I mean, it's a shaded playground in the summertime, um, and then you've got the rest of the Nature Center and Explorer. So we've right. gotten a lot of um, a lot of press on that. We were, I think, we were just in Atlanta Magazine and Southern Living on top playgrounds to come visit. Well, nobody wants to go down a hot slide. Yeah, that's I mean, true. Coming from a slide connoisseur yeah. like yourself, I can't. <laughs> I can't believe we've actually we've talked about giant slides constantly on the show and now there actually was a plan talks that's right yeah like real talks for a giant slide have, have you all seen that um slide the city thing that came here last yeah. year no yeah. what so that's like a what is it like a half mile long slide yeah, a big slip and slide that goes down in the summertime how did i not yeah. know about this yeah mark your calendar sometime in the summer wow Okay. All right. It's there probably a cesspool of disease yeah. Yeah. going down. That thing. Yeah. I, I was just you hit say, the water at the bottom. And, uh, I was going to say there's another shout out, but you just blew that. So. Yeah. <laughs> there goes your Don't sponsorship. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, for parents that just drive down here, they might not see the playgrounds. They got to just walk a little bit yeah. along that path, and they'll yep. find it. Yeah. Well, and that's part of the the nice part about it being tucked away too is yeah. we want people to explore, right? Yeah. So you saw I saw y'all looking at like some of the interpretive signage that we've put up. So that's something that like, the Nature Center, you asked how does it operate within the city. So that's something that, like the Nature Center does is we've got interpretive signs all over the place. So if you see the sign on the way to the playground that talks about Wildcat, Wildcat Creek, you can learn what a watershed is. And oh, well, this creek goes to Ball Mill Creek and that goes to Chattahoochee River. And that's our drinking water. So that's why we don't you know, put our whatever in the creek. And that's why we take care of our watersheds. Well, we did talk about sewage in the... In Creek's last episode, <laughs> didn't we? Was that the one? Yeah. No, or we two, never two brought episodes. it up. Oh, we never did? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're sewage-free here, by the way. Yeah. Well, just just okay. for the record. Let's not get into that today. <laughs> I'm going to go drink some of the water. He's got enough to talk about yeah. here. Challenge accepted. Tell yeah. us about Bennett. Where did Bennett come from? Bennett the Piano. Yeah. Yeah, so um, Bennett is uh, from a great group. It's called Play Me Again Pianos. It's another nonprofit, and it's a public uh, piano. We partnered. Um, Dunwoody's really lucky. We've got all these great nonprofits. Um, one of which is Spruill Art Center, eight now, listeners. There, yeah, there yeah, we go. Bob, you're on. Um, <laughs> so uh, Spruill Art Center uh, partnered with us, and um, one of their artists painted Bennett in a nature theme, uh, and um, that now resides in our meadow. We have an Eagle Scout build a shelter over it uh, to protect it from the elements, but it's it's literally like a playable public art fixture. It sounded pretty good to me. I mean, uh, I can tell you for sure that piano is 100% haunted. That's going to be our clickbait this episode. It's it's a haunted piano. Okay, I'm haunted, sure it plays itself at night. Haunted I just know piano it. episode yeah. twelve. Yeah, there you go. It was exactly. definitely messing up your version of Jurassic Park theme song. Yeah, I think it needs to be tuned a little bit. Yeah, they I think they, it was you. They, they actually come out. They tune it about four times a year. Do they really? Yeah, they do. They it's uh, they come out part of the <clears throat> part of the process is they'll tune the piano and make sure it plays right. When we did our um, legends and lore, speaking of haunted, uh, we did legends and lore theater production with another great Dunwoody nonprofit. With stage door players last year, nine. There we go. Yeah. Doesn't count. 
I'm doubling your Yeah, this is like great. We did talk about Stage Door Players. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so Stage Door Players uh, partnered with us and Dunwoody Preservation Trust, another great uh, nonprofit, uh, to do Legends and Lore, and we use the piano uh, to play spooky Some music beforehand. Music. Yeah, yeah, it's a little haunted music. Cool. In what the was Legends of Lore? You don't do that anymore? Uh, so that was our theater production last year. That was the history of Dunwoody in three acts. And so we had three stages here at the park. Uh, we had one out front. We had one on the back deck and one by the chimney. And they reenacted uh, things from Dunwoody's history. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's you want to tell us some right? about Dunwoody history? I don't know that much. That would be say, episode 14. That, go go get Dunwoody Preservation really. Trust and uh, they can fill you in. Yeah, yeah. In fact, we're actually we're at 23 minutes for this one, so we might as well... You still got more to talk about? <laughs> Let's wrap this up and we'll come back with another... Maybe, right. Yeah. We'll, Maybe. We'll be back. Yeah. Who knows? You're, if... you're, you're tired of me already. That's fine. Well, I mean, do we have more time? Yeah, we can. Yeah, right. let's do it. We'll just see what happens. Okay, all right. We're going to cut it. here. We'll see you episode 13 next week. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs>